There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Oh, hello everyone. It is I, Molly Wood. And myself, Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the show where we cuddle up in our bathrobes, pour a nice cup of hot piping coffee, peruse the physical newspaper in search of the latest, hottest, most interesting <laughs> trends, and then tell you all about them. Uh, I, uh, I just want to go with that, but then part of me wants to explain what my real morning was like. <laughs> Do it. Do so it. This just, is the show like where you... the bubble. Drop off your 12-year-old Prius at the dealer for service, uh, get a cappuccino of Pete's out of their automatic coffee, walk back home, and set up for a podcast. What? That's already happened? Oh, <laughs> yeah, son, that's that was, too much. That was my morning. Oh, I'm Thankfully, it's real close. So. in my bathroom. Like, yeah. I, I want to be super clear here. I, <laughs> if there were snow falling outside, it would be perfect. It's that hookah oh, around here like right that. now. Yeah. So hookah. I bought these, like... I bought these cute mugs because I made glog, glug, glug at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, I needed special mugs for the glug because otherwise well, of course. You know, it, really, it wouldn't taste good. <laughs> what are you, new? And now I just use them for everything all the time because they, are, they just make me feel so cozy and delightful. It so makes sense glug that mug. glug mugs would be hygge. It <laughs> Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it, though? Yeah. I think that sentence had three umlauts in it. <laughs> glug mugs are hygge. And then listen to some Motley Crue. So for those of you who are still suffering through winter, which I know is still happening in some place, mm. I talked to my dad in Montana. He said, we got five inches of snow yesterday. I'm like, that's why I live here now. Uh, <laughs> but I'm with you in spirit. In Huga Saturday morning spirit. <sighs> yeah, I like, the, I like the Saturday morning vibe. It's the podcast of indeterminate recording time. We're not promising anything. But and I, I have to say, it's, I feel like it's a little peppier. It doesn't have the Friday is. afternoon yeah. exhaustion. I know. Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe we should make this our new thing. It's a thing. Let's, let's see. Uh, we got some. We we have like one person in the Discord. So for those of you who are patrons who have connected your accounts to the Discord and join us live, MacGruber got. Wait, we have two because of course. Oh, Sudat's in there too. There. Sudat's in there, so maybe it works. Vote, Discord friends, help us decide on our recording time if, if Saturday morning works better for you. <laughs> <laughs> help us vote on a recording time that we'll then ignore. That we will probably ignore. <laughs> Depending on our day. Wizerbaki? Is that, that how you say your name? Wizerbaki? It's W S E R B A C K I I. Wizerbaki. And craft beer Friday nights. Right. Good call. Good call. Anyway, shall we <laughs> actually do the show instead of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my, my first thing ties right into craft beer Friday nights. Uh, and it is a thing that I think I had mentioned in our earlier seasons years ago. Yes. Uh, I have been hoping would become a thing. And I, I feel like now, now this is the time. This is its time. I'm going to make a call. I may be totally wrong, but I think cider is about to break through into the mainstream. I, yes. I mean, I agree with you. And I feel like we even had a somewhat more recent conversation about how we thought it should be a mm -hmm, thing by mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I think you are totally right because I have seen 
in fact, just recently at St. Patrick's Day, I bought cider to take mm. to dinner. And I was like, huh, there are like 11 different kinds of cider in my corner store. Yes. And there, there, there's a few signals here. First of all, Stella Artois cider has become prevalent. So <laughs> uh, when you get like a, ma- like a major brand out there pushing its cider, uh, that, that's a sign, right? Because the major brands aren't going to waste their time on, on that. Right. Uh, so I see that in the grocery stores. I see it advertised now. Uh, on menus, a lot of places that wouldn't otherwise have a cider have Stella Artois cider, spelled C-I-D-R-E because it's Stella Artois. Uh, uh-huh. The other one is uh, differentiation of flavors. So instead of like two apple ciders, there's like, oh, we also have a pineapple cider. And, uh, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know what the other ones are, but I've seen other ones. Right. Now no, I I've seen other kinds of fruit. Yeah. And I saw a, uh, I actually saw a rosé. Cider, which I thought was yes, weird. that was one of them that I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of want to try it. What do you think that's about? Just like a sparkling rosé type thing, but it was called a cider, so I guess it's made. A I'll, I'll be way. honest; it's probably just apple cider with pig food coloring. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I thought when I saw it. Uh, but here's the clincher. Here's okay. the canary in the cider orchard. Uh, Veronica Belmont was having a cider on Sword and Laser earlier this week when we recorded. Oh, and she is, of course, the noted, like, coolster. She's kind of, yeah. She's you kind know, of the coolster, yeah. Not pretentious, just always always in in yeah. on top, yeah. right? Uh, and uh, I, I asked her, like, why a cider? She's like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's a blah, 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 blah. She had her reasons. But it, none of those reasons were because it's cool. It was more like just the natural outgrowth of events. And I said, on Sword and Laser this week, I'm like, that's that's my thing now. Because nice. you were drinking that cider. Because you were drinking that cider. Yeah, and I, I'm now thinking back, and I've like I've seen the cans a bunch. There are those like really cool looking cans where you can just buy like one can of cider. And actually, uh, a friend we bought uh-huh, some. Uh-huh. My friend and I went to the drive-in movie and had like cider. And as I am doing my real-time DuckDuckGo, it appears to be that rosé cider in particular mm-hmm. is becoming a bigger thing. I just put a link in the Discord, oh, actually, about yeah. it. We'll the year it of rosé cider is upon us. Is upon us, which just means <laughs> that cider has finally hit. Also, they're showing an apple that's colored red so, <laughs> bear, uh, as the, as the weird, default yeah. picture, which <laughs> just uh, I, that's probably fake. But. but I will say that is hysterical that like cider finally has arrived, which I think is true. But then literally ran right into the buzzsaw that is our collective obsession with rosé. <laughs> <laughs> and then became this unholy alliance that's hilarious hilariously uh what i was drinking on sword and laser this week was a rosé wine <laughs> so oh how yeah. appropriate yeah yeah i think i mean a lot of the the people i know i bet that a part of the reason that cider has finally arrived is because of wheat sensitivities generally like the paleo people that i know get cider yeah, there's so many. There's a convergence, right? There's like legit gluten free. There's wheat sensitivity. There's people who just want to avoid the the bread. Uh, there's the paleo thing. There's a, there's all these variations. They're like, oh, cider. And personally, I love a beer. A Smithics on a Friday is made my week complete. But yeah. uh, if I drink cider, I don't feel as he- I don't feel as heavy. I don't feel as as weighed down. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's why I'm in cider because I want the I want the like refreshing sparkliness mm-hmm. and none of the bloat because and, I'm old. 
and they're not always sparkly. In case people are like, mm, sparkly, not for me. You can there's sparkly, there's non-sparkly ciders out there. So there um, are. Yeah, Strongbow. Strongbow is one of my favorites. Wow, I didn't know that, man. You are so cool. Huh. I you know I don't like to brag, but yes. But I, I think am. you're totally right. <laughs> I think no, I've I been think... drinking cider for a long time. It started uh, because the Irish bar in my neighborhood in San Francisco, like. 10 years ago started really pushing Magner's cider and that's when I I was like sure I'll try it and I was like oh yeah I don't get as weighed down this is great amazing but I think you're right that it's time I love that you made it a predictive thing because indeed it's time has come yeah and I think we stumbled upon the fact that rosé is like a thing for right that's sure, just a hilarious right, right. Yeah. like the yeah. fact that there's a crossover there is hysterical but I think across the board just mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. you're right that it's just cider with a subtrend. <laughs> with a with a, a side of with a side rose. a side thing yeah mm-hmm. a side thing uh, ha that's a whole other thing my thing is also about well my thing is about things that come back around much like i guess cider and mm-hmm. that is uh and it kind of goes with our overall nostalgia trend but back farther and it is uh old lady names for little baby girls oh yeah it that is a good one. Is a thing. And the names are getting older and older. It's like they're just going back and back. So if you look at, you know, the baby center list of top names for 2019, of course, Olivia, Emma, Ava, and Sophia, sorry ladies, is still at the top. Like these poor children with these mm. names are, you know, they're doomed. Like it's just gonna be a scrum every time somebody shouts Ava in a crowded room. But if you go down the list a little, you start seeing Charlotte. Harper, uh, Evelyn, Amelia, Amelia, exactly. Abigail. Oh yeah, Abigail. I'm not seeing Gertrude. We're not that. We're not that far. Victoria, well, though. I know Camila. Camila, yeah. And Penelope or Camilla or Camilla, I guess, depending. depending. Yeah. Uh, Penelope is on there. Eleanor Violet. is down there at 47. And I know someone, and this is what what made me realize. I think it's really a thing because it's like friend of a friend now i am one degree of separation away from a baby girl named beatrice 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 so actually really pretty i'm gonna go with my uh my great aunt scale uh roberta adele adele was actually my grandma roberta adele stella and is that it am i missing no oh um elsie okay those those are my great aunts well, Stella, and I number say aunt 43. because they're they're great. You know, they'd just be ants otherwise. Um, I know why is that, but you're right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not so. We're not that. We're not to that that level in this list. Sadly, uh, I was hoping well, one of those would be on there. Oh no, Stella's number forty three. Oh, Stella made it. Awesome. Yep. Stella made it. And then what was it? Roberta is not on there, and the other Roberta, was... Adele, and Elsie. I'm so Elsie though could be a derivation of Elizabeth, which is mm. also which is pretty high. Sure. On there. Interestingly, number 100, and this is not an old lady name, is Regan. But maybe they say Regan. Regan, yeah. But it's spelled like the president. Also, Noah is the new Kyle. I had not really put that together, but it absolutely is. (laughs) Okay. Noah is the new Kyle is also my new favorite out of context (laughs) sentence ever. (laughs) Noah is the new Kyle. Also, Ruby is a lovely name Ruby's, lovely yeah. isn't it anyway yeah old lady names for girl babies it's just it it feeds it's so interesting because it just is feeding the like nostalgia trend 
but yeah. how it kind of keeps skipping backward. It's like either the 90s or the 20s. Exactly. I, no I feel like because I, I mean, uh, baby names always dip back, right? And like, oh, this name hasn't been used for a while, or maybe I have a grandmother that's named that. So that's normal, but this feels like it's going farther back. Oh, yeah. When, and there's something that I haven't put my finger on where I'm seeing some stylistic things that are doing that. And I know we've talked about that, so I don't know what to call name. that. But yeah. yeah, the distant nostalgia. Yeah, we need a name for that. Mm-hmm. Come on, internet. Help us out here. Help us out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, well, the other one I got, this is the one I feel best about because I think it's dead on because I was able to actually find Pinterest boards about it. Uh, earth tones in home decor coupled with coupled. the return of paneling. Oh, okay. okay. So earth tones in home decor, we, we were actually talking the other day on DTNS about, um, or actually on good day internet about, uh, avocado as a, as a. A color for home appliances oh, and how God. that's you know Ew. so 70s and i was like i don't know guys i wouldn't be shocked to see that come back because earth tones are definitely making a comeback you know right now it's kind of on the gold side on the yellow brown side uh but they're definitely making a comeback and then in the in pursuit of evidence of that uh, I found all this paneling, and it's not your father's paneling. It's not the big, long wooden planks pasted up. They're they're parallel usually, uh, and they're stick on, and they sort of are like taking the horizontal fence and putting oh, it up on your wall inside. My God, it totally is just like that. Wow, and there is a lot of it. He found and and incredible. This is how you know it's a thing, like because you found it on Wayfair. Yeah. Like stick on stick on wood paneling where you just like you just peel, peel and put it up on your wall. Oh, my God. I kind of want to do this because, you know, you know how I mean, you know, but maybe not everybody listening knows. But when you live in earthquake country, you're really not supposed to put anything on the wall above your bed. Right. Because they don't want it to fall on your head because you don't want it to fall on you and then you die. Mm-hmm. And this would be the perfect decorative element. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gives you something on the wall that's going to it's stuck to the wall. Right. So right. it's because it's peel and stick. And it looks so cool. Ooh, I'm into this. And you're right with the earth tones. That is lovely. You know, this both paneling and earth tones actually goes with my current favorite trend in kitchen design because I part of why you might be right about like avocado appliances coming back is that I think everybody's a little over stainless steel because yeah. it just gets dirty. It's all fingerprints all the time. And everybody has it. Which is always the death of a trend. Yeah. And so I am obsessed with the thing where the refrigerator is paneled, where it looks like it's a cabinet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was trying to figure out, we're not going to get the straight avocado and brown fridge and, fridge and oven. It's going to be a, 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 a spin. And yeah. I, think, I think you nailed it, especially on the refrigerator. Maybe not so much on the oven. But, but yeah, some kind of patterned earth tone. Right. But people, yeah. you're starting to see people hide their um, dishwasher in the same way, too. I'm finding a picture. Are you? Yeah. Oh, that's a cool idea. So yeah. so it's like, yeah. a, it's like a cabinet door, and then you open it, and like, oh, it's actually the dishwasher. Yeah, like hidden right. dishwasher thing, because uh-huh, uh-huh. people are sort of moving past the the super ostentatious. Yeah. 
You Look know. at the my gleaming stainless steel antiseptic kitchen. Exactly. Sadat, Suitable don't. for any chef. <laughs> Sadat in the that I never use. <laughs> Sadat in the Discord is really bummed because it's got the you know the fridge. But just to be clear, I I, all, I also have that same fridge. Like I I'm not updating <laughs> the picture of the kitchen that I found with the perfectly paneled refrigerator and double ovens is not my house. Uh uh-uh. uh. And Rich, the producer, says stainless steel has the benefit of being reflective, which entertains a one-year-old. And I think that's also an important note. That is is fair. You can always, uh, I don't know, maybe they're into texture. (laughs) Panel that fridge. See, this is what they need is they need a panel. They just need panels like it stick onto the existing fridge. That would be awesome. Because you really have to do a whole remodel, but... It's not that much of us to go from peel and stick paneling for your wall to something... Right? Like magnetic for your yeah. fridge, maybe? That would be amazing because I love that look. Uh, that's hilarious because my thing is a specific decorator thing, but I think is really just an offshoot of the bigger thing, which is decorator culture. Uh-huh. Because everybody – and it, it is due to the accessibility, I think, of things like Wayfair, but also the trend on – like HGTV, which used to be about buying, selling houses, now is just about like making those houses hella pretty. And right, I, because nobody can afford a house anymore. Right. So like all <laughs> so, you can do is make over your existing house basically yeah. or buy a dump and redo right. it. And I think it has totally led to this rise of decorator culture where everybody's sort of like, oh, we're we're super into style now, like way more than – and you know, people would make their houses look nice, but – I don't know. I think there's this sense that it's sort of like, okay, we got to decorate and we have to, well, and, and this now feeds we all in, the same type things. This feeds into what you were saying about maximalism before, right? Yeah. That sort of like, I need to decorate my space leads to not, uh, and so I will get rid of everything, right? It like, oh, what can I put in to make it look cool and comfy and homey? Exactly. And so on that note, this specific thing that I picked out that is sort of the current, like if you would like to participate in decorator culture, then you are going to have to get yourself a mid-century stand planter. And I'm not just saying this because of the plant lady thing. No, it's the law. It has made me notice them, but it is basically the law that if you're (laughs) going to be a cool decorator person right now, you got to get one of these like standing planters that has a wooden leg base on the bottom Mm. and a white planter. And then you either need like a spider plant or maybe a fiddle leaf or something. But like this is required decorator having. So I need I need to get this mid-century turned leg standing planter, stick it in my porch, my little enclosed porch. Put it on your enclosed porch. And yeah. I, I believe, in fact, this uh, the one on, on the West Elm page that will be on the show notes is uh, up against a paneled wall. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, yeah, it's some kind of tile, if not a planter. Some kind of yeah. tile, yeah. Yeah. But, and it goes perfectly in an earth-toned room. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, I might be cited for some kind of um, ordinance violation if I don't have this, I think. Oh, oh, absolutely. If I have a mid-century home, which I do, uh, I believe I believe it is a violation of, of local ordinances not oh. to have a mid-century turned leg standing planter. How, how have they not come for you? <laughs> you know, that's the thing about being not being up to code. Uh, they have to have a reason to come in and inspect first. Oh. So oof, well, dodged a have- bullet there so far. They have one now because this is a podcast. <laughs> All right. What's the shipping time from Wayfair or West Elm? Sorry. You probably have a West Elm near you and everything is yeah. uh, on sale. Hurry. Run. The re- and the reason – so I've been noticing these for a while because I like them. 
And also now it is relentless. Like I see them everywhere. And I like that. And I'm noticing that there now are some variations creeping in. So like the classic white planter is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But if you have a cluster because you have one of those beautiful mid-century like entryways with a big huge window, mm-hmm. then you're allowed to get like a couple accessory ones where like one has a galvanized steel oh. planter or a ceramic because ceramic is back alongside this. Too. Sure, sure. Earth yep. tones or no? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. This, yeah. The, the one in the picture is turquoise, but you know, it could be. Okay, yeah. all right. It, but it is just like, and now... I have also noticed – the other reason I keep noticing these is because they're very expensive. Yeah, this one is uh, regularly $179, but it's on sale for 107 Now, yeah. is, that, is that the plant – is that just the stand or is that the stand and the, the thing that the plant goes in? Uh, this includes the, the ceramic planter, which you know I guess makes sense because planters are pretty expensive. Okay. But I just bought a stand on Amazon – for like $11 and then I went and bought a white planter and it looks really good. And then someone asked me and then my decorator friend asked me if I got it at Restoration Hardware. So I was like, nailed it. Yeah. You're like, yes, they sure did. Nailed it. But anyway, yes. If you uh, if you feel that you need to participate, this is, this is your new status symbol, your new decorator culture status symbol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, checking into our Discord uh, in the Things channel, Laszlo the Great uh, thinks vanity plates are totally back in oh, black. Yes, dude, totally. I don't. Do, he must live in California because yeah, because the the vanity plates here are the classic old California black style. The old the, the plates in the yeah, they uh, look with the so yellow letters. Awesome too. I love them, and I have a bright blue car, and it would just look so tacky, and <laughs> it really bums me out because they're they look awesome. That is very true. Let's see. Uh, Laszlo the Great also said, I hope this becomes a thing, which is in high schools rather than doing yet another production of Our Town, making a full-on crazy play adaptation of a big box office film. Because apparently uh, in New Jersey, a high school did Alien. I don't know that that could be a full-on play mm-hmm. or full-on thing rather, but I hope it is. <laughs> play adaptations of big box office films is definitely something i want to see more of i want that to be a, yeah. like i think we could have a whole subcategory that is aspirational things uh-huh yeah Please yeah be a thing things Please i hope thing. become a thing right <laughs> cider is that for me yeah uh in addition to me being i think it's fine it's actually predictive oh yeah you nailed it uh, and then just another guy named jay martin who i think is just another jay martin who's the another Jay Martin that goes back to the Buzz Out Loud days, uh, wrote, a thing that's becoming more of a thing, commercials that describe something that's just okay or dumb, which has nothing to do with the product. Then the narrator says, our product isn't just okay or dumb. Oh, yeah. I have noticed that. I think that's a Geico, like Geico may have started that. Yeah. it's And it seems to go with this sort of like, hipster irony thing where you can't mm-hmm. get too excited. Like, have you seen the Diet Coke commercials where this like, obnoxiously hip girl in a little like bomber jacket has a a redesigned Diet Coke can because it's tall and thin now the can and she's like look Diet Coke I just like it you can have it if you want to and it's basically this sort of tacit acknowledgement that like it's totally poison but life is short (laughs) it's like the new YOLO or something and I just I like can't stand that commercial and that girl and my son saw it and he was like I like her she oh, has a, really? She has an insouciant DGAF vibe that makes me want to drink Diet Coke. He obviously didn't say that, but that's like, that's what they're going for. <laughs> DGAF. 
Uh, that's cool. I like. Uh, I'm going to start saying that now. DGAF. I think yeah. you're supposed to pronounce it DGAF. DGAF. If, if you want to be an actual hipster, yeah. Mm-hmm. My insouciant DGAF bomber jacket says I can have a diet coke even though it's poison. My modus operandi would be uh, for the next week to just say DGAF over and over and over again, whether it's appropriate or not, until yes. I'm burned out on it. Yeah. Do it. That you know what, Tom? That is your <laughs> way. That is your special way. <laughs> <laughs> to take that thing and drive it into the ground. Because <laughs> I degaff about it. Because I degaff about it. Uh, also, I think on a different podcast, we would totally acknowledge that Pete Buttigieg is a thing. That what? Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg. What are you talking about? That guy who's running for president, the Indiana mayor. Pete oh, Mayor Pete. Mayor, mayor Pete. Pete. Yeah, whose last name no one ever tries to say. No. Yeah. No. I, I gotcha. and I I in a, and like I'm saying in a different show we would speculate on whether a guy with the word butt in his name could ever ever become president in America. Well, that's good. that's why he goes by Mayor Pete. I know right? it seems that's silly. That's good branding. Yeah. But there's a whole thing. There's a whole psychology of naming. Yeah. And I find it and if he could overcome that, I think that would be astonishing. He popped up to number 3 in the Iowa poll, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's knows? what I know, that's what made me notice it. I was like, "Whoa." And uh, on Politics, Politics, Politics this week, uh, Justin Robert Young did his check-in with his mom who lives in Florida. And so he's like key Florida voter. Uh, And he he sort of clarified to her who Mayor Pete was. She's like, is that this guy? He's like, no, it's the other guy. And then as soon as she got clarified, she's like, oh, I like him. It was like the the cresting of the Mayor Pete wave there, I think. Yeah, it's a a thing. Mayor Pete. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At least today is. Th- I want to like mark this in time because it's such a freaking long campaign season. You know oh that there's gosh. part of me that's going to be like, how adorable was it that back in March <laughs> we were like Mayor Pete is a thing. I remember at about uh, let's let's fast forward to August in right. in this cycle. Uh, I was talking to our our dear friend Will Harris uh, at Dragon Con, uh, and he said, "What is up with your presidential candidates?" And I said, "Don't worry, it's all just." for entertainment right now trust me by by the time of the convention it'll be bush <laughs> oh damn yeah yeah so nobody knows anything ever that's amazing um hey on to your comments uh episode 53 we had a comment from kevin saying vending machines yes uh and the car one in particular, he pointed out. He said Raleigh, North Carolina has one of the Carvana ones as well. It's along the main Beltline Highway that circles Midtown. And then I think someone from Carvana wrote to me yeah. to or wrote to us to specify that, which I think we mentioned, but to specify that these are cars that people have already bought and it's a way to pick up. Yeah. Not to do <laughs> you don't go in and like feed a suitcase of money in and then it just decides which one. That's but I point. still kind of want that to be the one. I know. <laughs> just like a tiny bit. Uh, and then Matt wrote in, uh, pointing out that Blossom Chic is a thing. Overalls, chunky boots, and a floppy fisherman's hat. Uh, Matt says, this is the most 90s girl I've seen in 20 years, except she was wearing ugly giant early 80s glasses, which are also a thing. I work at a theme park, and I've noticed the overalls are a thing sometimes. Gwen Stefani style with just a mini shirt. Also, uh, late yeah. 70s, early 80s, giant ugly prescription glasses have been making a comeback. Also, I started noticing everyone had the same Kavu rope strap backpacks. They come in many flavors, but they are all over the place. Kavu rope bag i'm looking at this kavu rope uh, yeah. K A V U. yeah i see it i see it yep and the crossbody 
Also, speaking of that, actually, an eve a slightly even I guess it was a, a early nineties trend that you remember the teeny tiny backpacks? Maybe yes. not because of yeah. The teeny tiny backpacks are coming back too. It's all Yeah, happening. I've noticed that too. Like I'm like, what do you put in there? Your wallet? <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's yeah. just ridiculous. Like now they're slightly big enough for the. I remember, I remember even at the time, this is such a like what an unbearable you know late teenager I was. I was just like, those are totally impractical and they make no sense. <laughs> they're just for looks. Like, I, and then I had to become an adult to realize that sometimes just for looks is fun too. I was sitting on the bus stop next to you. Uh, we didn't know each other then. Going, yeah, <laughs> no, you're totally right, lady. So impressed, so ridiculous. Who would even, <laughs> who would even carry that? And then here I am, fast forward all these years, talking about decorator culture. Like, actually, the mid-century modern planter is on sale. Listen, if you live long enough, you will be a hypocrite. There's just no escaping it. Oh, yeah. If I live one more day, (laughs) I'll be a hypocrite from today. And I don't mean you, Molly. I mean people, like all of us, us, including myself. Without a doubt. Hey, so everyone, a comment on your comments, which we love, but a, a little bit of gentle feedback. We've noticed some comments showing up on the About Us page. At it's a thing dot me, uh, which is awesome because you're talking to us, which we love, but we mm-hmm. don't see them until way later. So if you want to leave us a timely comment, uh, we suggest leaving them on the episode page at it's a thing dot me or just email us feedback at it's a thing dot me. And if you want to leave us some feedback about our website and if it's just become easier to leave comments on the about us page, tell us so that we can make some changes to make yeah, it easier. Right. I mean, it could be the- us. This is us not not saying uh, don't do something that you want to do. Uh, we're saying, look, it, you can leave the message under a rock in the backyard. We just won't find it as soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. And, okay, so thank you once again to everybody who donates to the show via Patreon. It is wonderful. And it you know makes us want to make a high-quality product every single week. And we are so close to 300 patrons. <gasps> yes. So, so close. We are like two away and it's March 30th as we're recording this. So if, even if it's after April, but if, if you, you, the person listening who are already a patron, just convince one other person to go, that's it. You don't have to convince two. Somebody else will pick up the other one. Yep. And then we could hit 300 by the end of March, which would be like a pretty fun stretch goal. It's like a sprint. We have yeah. a sprint goal, which is hit 300 by the end of March. And Molly promises to dress up like a character from the movie 300 if we do it. <laughs> I, already, I have that up in my closet. It <laughs> I w- totally. I wouldn't be totally shocked. It totally survived <laughs> spring cleaning. Um, yeah, that may or may not be true what I just said, but we definitely want to hit 300. <laughs> we definitely want to hit 300. That's also not true. I do have a Ray costume. Uh, so anyway, thank you for those of you who have already subscribed. My it's patreon.com slash it's a thing. And if you can get that, get us that one friend so we can hit our sprint goal, we yeah. would be super appreciative. And a uh, big shout out to our it's a shout out level supporters, Chaz Watson and Mike Akins Woo-woo! for continuing to support us. And shout out to everybody who supports us at patreon.com slash it's a thing. Yes, you make us better. Thanks, everyone. You're our favorites. See you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.